uh, early in the pandemic, I should say that um, the Insight Meditation Center that is, um, of course, connected with the Insight Retreat Center, uh, that they would have at a particular time of day, maybe around this time, they, they would call it happy hour. But it's a unusual type of happy hour because it's not filled with alcohol, it's filled with loving kindness. And that they would do each day a happy hour of practice of, of loving kindness. So it just occurred to me now, and it's, it was around this time each day that the different teachers would come and, and offer some loving kindness. And so uh, here we go. And. Um, just going to speak for a little bit and we'll go into practice. And we've been, you know, cultivating our mind and our heart this uh, this week. And it's been very touching for me and I know for all of us, um, talking with the teachers as well, with um, just the sincerity of people sharing in their practice. Uh, it's, it's really, we're very touched. And we all support each other in this. And and so it, it feels that, you know, as some days have gone by, we've been collecting and gathering and steadying our minds. And, and there's some settling that's definitely happening for a number of us. And perhaps opening to some insight, some understanding of the places where we may get caught and stuck and seeing more clearly into these patterns And it seems to me that as our practice, as we ourselves mature, there's also this facet of making peace, amends, reconciling, perhaps the word forgiving, though that's a pretty charged word and very difficult for many people, but some sense of making amends. That This too is such an important part of my life. I know for me personally, this is very important. And I have this aspiration that on my deathbed, I'll have made peace with myself and the world. And because I have that aspiration, it shows me I have some work to do. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but you know, it's like I have a very large book, actually volumes of everyone who has kind of pissed me off since I was born. And all written in very small font. <laughs> we can, I tend to remember when the feelings get hurt. Grudges happen. Resentments. Our words and our connections can bring us together and it can also separate us. And we have a sense, even behind the words, what's being said. That's why I love Maya Angelou. She has this beautiful quotation that People may not remember what you said or did, but they'll always remember on how you made them feel. And to me, there's a, there's a truth to that. And in this aspiration, uh, for me personally, wanting to reconcile, to make peace, particularly because I just know firsthand the pain of living with a hardened heart, a resentful heart, So in these years, I've been practicing a lot in this area. Actually, Jan, my partner, and I, we've done some retreats and 
this is an important part of our practice is is this sense of reconciling or making amends this comes out of the loving kindness practice and there's been a few people that I've known in my life that have I've actually firsthand met that really made peace with themselves and didn't die with resentment or a hardened heart and it's really quite amazing to be to know someone like that it gave me inspiration and um, to do the same so there's actually a few different areas that I've found to be so important and one is to reconcile and make peace to the times I've been hard on myself the second is reconciling to those I have hurt. The third is reconciling, making amends to those that have hurt me. And the fourth is somehow reconciling with the way things are. This is the life that I got. And so these are four, I think, very powerful areas for us to um, bring some um, investigation with and you know there's times that we can be just so incredibly hard on ourselves as I'll speak about this making peace to the times I've been hard on myself born out of our conditioning and habitual patterns we may have internal identifications that we and I spoke about this last night of um internal identifications of our own deficiency or inadequacy or, or that we, we're not, we don't have a, that our voice doesn't matter. So this importance of beginning to make amends inside our own hearts. I just want to open up a, a just to, share a very powerful observation from Carl Jung about um, making peace inside oneself. And he says, I can feed the hungry, I can forgive an insult, I can learn to love my enemies, and these are great virtues. But what if I should discover that the poorest of the beggars, the most impudent of the offenders, are all within me? and that I stand in the need of the alms of my own kindness. That I stand in the need of the alms of my own kindness, that I myself am the enemy who must be loved. That I stand in the need of the alms of my own kindness. Such an important practice, making, reconciling within our own hearts. And the second is reconciling to those that I've hurt. And yes, due to my own unawareness and fears, woundedness, there's been times perhaps that I've been unskillful and caused pain to another. It's powerful just even to recognize that just as you might think you have a lot of difficult people in your life, you could actually be a difficult person for another. Very humbling to know that, to acknowledge that. And to me, there's a very important aspect about this making amends to the times I've heard another. And of course, 
If it's possible to make an authentic and genuine apology, that is wonderful. But even more wonderful, or an additionally wonderful, well, I'm going to say more wonderful, is to actually, once you apologize for doing something, that you really make the intention of not doing it again. This is actually how it's paid back. And in the Dharma, there's a very beautiful poetic phrase. It's called Hiri Otapa in, in Pali. But the poetic phrase part is uh, becoming a guardian of the world, like a protector of the world. Like when you realize that you've caused some pain to another, you make it your strong intention to try not to repeat it. You know, it's one thing to keep on going back in the room after you've hurt your children and made them feel small and say you're sorry, but it would be really even more helpful to not have to go back in the room and say you're sorry, that you actually try to really live your practice with your speech and with your intentions. So becoming a guardian of the world, this is how it's paid back to the times I've heard another. And there's powerful stories of extreme stories. I know of a Vietnam soldier who was a machine gunner and caused many, many deaths. And after the war, becoming homeless and a drug addict and then eventually getting into the Dharma and eventually became a monk and has devoted his entire life teaching that peace is the only way and he'll go into war zones, prisons, areas where there's a lot of problems and speak about what it was like to have been a soldier and have killed so many people and how that he has to live with this. So if he can begin to do this and make amends, then perhaps we can too. Becoming a guardian of the world for those times, perhaps due to my own unawareness, I've caused pain to another. Now seeing more clearly and understanding with compassion where I was then, what I was living with, the unawareness, the woundedness, making peace to those I've hurt. And in this third way of reconciling to those that hurt me, very difficult of a practice, but also we begin to understand that just as I was capable to hurt another due to my own unawareness and fears, so too others may have hurt me from their own unawareness and their own fears. Of course, it doesn't excuse the actions, but perhaps it brings some greater understanding. And also this other facet that is so important that so long as I continue to live with grudges, resentments, I will continue to feel pain. In that spirit of wanting to live with less suffering and less pain, can I begin to neutralize the resentment that's within me, the grudges, the ill will, making amends to those that have hurt me. And this last quality is perhaps making amends with the world that I have. Yep, maybe coming to terms, you, you may or may not win the Academy Award or be the best rock and roll singer or 
you know, the wealthiest person in the world or whatever it is. Like, so, it seems like so much of our life is like wanting more, wanting more, wanting more, and somehow wrapping our identity in that what we get is who, and we kind of lost touch with who we are. How can I begin to make peace with the life that I have? With my bald head, you know, this is just this is just what I got, and and I mean, you know, when I was young, I I had straight hair, I wanted curly hair. Then the times there was curly hair, I wanted straight hair. Like making, how do I begin to make amends with what it is that I got? So perhaps this is opening up into the sense of gratefulness. So we'll explore this in a little bit more of a a little practice, and so just sensing into your body, just inviting a place of comfort and a wakefulness. Perhaps a few breaths in and breaths out, steadying the mind and the body, listening to some sounds or orienting, feeling some touch points in the body, whatever supports you to be present. Now just gently bringing awareness into the chest area. And contained within this chest and rib cage are these vital organs of the lungs, our breath, and of our heart. Circulation, ventilation, and I always find that just sensing into the chest opens me with the sense of the preciousness and the fragility of this life, of what's important. One day we do know it will be otherwise. As we sense into our hearts, sensing into our own way of just opening to some reconciliation or making amends, whatever word that works for you, that sense of being able to begin to make some more peace with yourself. Yes, we all have our embedded conditioning that might think otherwise and have all the evidence and the proof. But this is part of our identity that perhaps in time we can go outside of the lines. Beginning just to sense into our hearts with some kindness, some befriending, that these old stories are, are limited definitions. Befriending, such a kindness with our own heart. Yes, these identifications of unworthiness, beliefs, part of our conditioning, and perhaps understanding more about what led me to think in this way, but know that this is not all of me. Restoring our sovereignty, our heart, with great kindness, and 
Also to know that everything that has happened in our life has led us into this moment and may there be mercy and kindness what has come before that has shaped us into now. Reconciling to the times I've been hard on myself. this making peace, reconciling to the times I've been hard on myself and then just gently inviting in to the times perhaps that I've been unkind to another, I've hurt another. And may there be compassion and mercy for ourselves in understanding where we were then and what we were doing and what was going on in our life and our unawareness, our fears, our conditioning. Bring that light of hindsight, wisdom, understanding to the times that I've been hard, cause pain to another. It's the light of understanding that begins to set us a little bit more freer. There might be different memories arising, different difficult situations, and feeling perhaps a little bad about your part in it and yes may there be compassion may you understand where you were then the unawareness the fear and learning from it that informs you that in the future to as best we can to try not to repeat those ways that cause pain to another becoming what's known as a guardian or a protector of the world, beginning to make amends to those I've hurt. yet another gentle facet and of course we may have to spend some more time later with this reconciliation but for now inviting in that process of 
making amends or reconciling to those that even hurt me with this understanding that just as I've caused some pain to another from my own unawareness, my conditioning, my fears, so too others have hurt me from their own unawareness and fears and conditioning. And again, it may not excuse those actions, but bringing some understanding and again the importance of lessening because of our own suffering with the resentments within us, the grudges, the hardened heart. At the very least, can we begin to lessen some of the resentment and grudges? It's like a poison in our own heart, making amends even to those that have hurt me. So painful to carry resentment and grudges. Making peace with our own hearts. And then again, another facet, all interconnected, of beginning to make amends or reconciling to the life that I have, the body that I'm in, how I've lived my life, what I identify with, what I have, what I don't have, somehow the way of reconciling to this life that I have body, where we grew up, what's happening, this, this whole wide range of inequity, those with more, those with less, caught up in the worldly things, but somehow beginning now to, this is my lot, this is what's, this is the life that I have, and can I begin to make some peace with it, to, Acknowledge my lot in life. And again, contentment is the greatest of wealth. Seeing through all of these different stories of I want and I don't want is the greatest of wealth. making peace with the life that we have, 
to those who've hurt me, to those I've hurt, to the times I've hurt myself, making peace. beings discover the gateways into their own hearts to grow with greater wisdom and compassion. And for now, may we just rest again in this field of benevolence, of reconciliation. Just allowing ourselves to rest in the benevolence, great kindness, as we all are and perfectly perfect as each of us are. Each of us no more so and no less so important than any other sentient being within this universe. We are all part of the family of things. Just letting yourself receive this grace love and kindness and just resting in it. Each of us and our family, our friends, our world all can take rest in this heart of great benevolence. This universe can take rest in this heart of great benevolence. vastness of benevolence, vastness of benevolence, of great kindness, just resting in the vastness of great kindness.
souls, and may all beings dwell with peace. So thank you very much for your practice, your hearts, and we'll see you at um, 7.30. So continuing on with the practice, and um, thank you.